You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Oh my gosh, it's just, you know, I, I hate the fact that... I thought something actually jealous. good had happened when you gasped in surprise. Um, what do you mean that something good has happened? I'm sorry that you're a little bit jealous about my love. And about my love life and how happy You're I am. You're just rubbing it in everyone's faces all the I'm time. I'm not trying to rub it in everyone's face. I'm just saying, You're just you know, so excited. hope in men. Maybe things can happen for you. Oh my gosh, she wrote back again. Yes, this oh is such a wonderful day for me. God. Ladies and gentlemen, I have found love and I want to scream it from the hilltops. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. Of course, we are live here five days a week out of Portland, Oregon on the Fun Employment Radio Network. Greg, what is love if you can't scream it from the hilltops, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Live here on the Fun Employment Radio Network five days a week out of Portland, Oregon. And of course, then available via podcast all over the internets, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. And we love each and every one of you, just like my love for Tiffany. Oh, my God. No. No, 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 You're saying her name wrong. Uh, Magic Tiffany For is Magic her Tiffany, name. yeah. I, I call her Magic Tiff. That's kind of what Maybe we her go first by. name is Magic and her last name's Tiffany. I don't really feel like explaining too much of my love life to you. I feel like you're way too interested in what's going on with this. Um, everyone I, should share every possible aspect of their love life everywhere. Well, On social media, like you should scream it from the hilltops. I should be posting on Facebook and Twitter more about this. About how much you love her, just so everybody yeah. knows. Yeah, because mm-hmm. we have something special and nobody else has it as special as we do. Mm-hmm. And that's just, the, that's just a fact of life. It's, Facts. I mean, there's nothing you can ever achieve that's quite like this. But, you know, you can always hope and live vicariously through me. So I guess, yeah, I will explain everything that's okay, going good. on. Okay, I'm, good. I'm so happy for you. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. All right. So we have uh, we have that. Well, I'll, I'll get back to Magic Tiffany here in a minute. We do have an announcement to make, though. We do have an announcement. And that is about November 14th. Not September 14th. November 14th. Yes. Because that is the date of the Fun Employment Radio five-year anniversary party. So it's going to be our listener party, November 14th. We have two announcements with this. Two announcements. Number one, we haven't told you guys where this is going to be yet. And we are really, really excited about this. And I think we're ready to to come clean. We're ready to reveal two more things about the listener party right now. The first one, the location. (sighs) Fun Employment Radio. Five-year anniversary listener party. And it's also like Big Listener Party 5, which we've known. So it's, a, it's the 5 for. It is. I'm serious. I, I counted them. Okay. Don't look at me as if you're I don't know how to count. No, no, you're confusing me. I thought we were doing this together. Doing I'm sorry. Up. I didn't mean I you. I didn't think up. that you got to do the whole build up. I was trying to like be a part of it. Well, you, uh, Are we going to make it to five years? I don't know. Fun Employment Radio. Five-year anniversary listener party. Will be taking place November 14th here in Portland, Oregon at... The Bossa Nova Ballroom. The Bossa Nova Ballroom. Which, if you've never been there before, it is awesome. So it's centrally located here. It's on uh, East Burnside. So it's 722 East Burnside. Conveniently located next to a lot of places to stay if you're coming in from out of town. Which we've heard from a bunch of people coming in from out of town. And so now you know where you're going to Mm -hmm. be going. The Bossa Nova Ballroom. Fun Employment employment Radio Listener Party. Fifth anniversary. November 14th. Bossa Nova Ballroom. And... Tickets go on sale 
On Friday. On Friday. On Friday, you can start buying tickets, and uh, we highly encourage you to just do to so. make sure in case because this is going to be pretty jam packed. So we want to make sure everybody who, who wants to get in, who's traveling, yeah. and everything can get in. And we'll slowly reveal what all the entertainment is going to be, everything that's going to be going on. We'll we'll do some more of that as uh, time goes on here. But just trust me. You want to be there. Tickets go on sale on Friday for the Fun Employment Radio 5th Anniversary Listener Party at the Bossa Nova Ball. And we do just real quick to talk about the venue. Like the Bossa Nova, if you've never been there, it is incredible. It has two different floors. We're going to have ample bars. They have all kinds of seating. It has an amazing stage. Like It's a beautiful venue, and we are so, so very excited to be there. This is going to be our biggest party ever. It is. It, it will be. And uh, we want you guys to be there. So tickets go on sale on Friday, and that show is going to be November 14th. It's a Friday. Friday night. November 14th. Indeed. Mm-hmm. All right. So there you go. Yes. And All right. It's going to sell this Friday. This Friday. Yes. So September 5th. I feel I feel kind of like you're Job right now. Maybe it's just the music, but you're like Job from Arrested Development. Like everything I'm saying, you're like sliding something in underneath it and and uh, and accenting it, if we if you will. Oh, what was I? I'm supposed yes. to just be what you're the well, you're the straight man. I'm just trying. I'm trying to pepper in my comments. Right, right. Peppering mm-hmm. in comments. Well, Akilan's no- asking if there'll be ample ladies there. Oh, there will be many ladies there. Ladies, gentlemen, uh, non-gender associative people. Everybody will be there. Right. It's a party for everyone. Yes. Yes, indeed. So November 14th is the party. Tickets go on sale Friday, September 5th. All right. So there we mm. go. And they're not going to be ridiculously priced either. So, I mean, it's going to be affordable. It's going to be great. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, it was a question in the chat. Which okay. Is why I wanted to address that. All right. Yes. All right. There we go. But let's talk about something else now, Sarah. Let's bring back up to Oh, what we're God. Are you bringing up Magic bringing up. Tiffany well, again? Well, look, I just want to say, you know, we do this show every day of the week and we like to share our lives with everyone. And this is something that I feel I need to share with, with everybody else because a lot of people were wondering, you know, a, a couple of weeks ago, I talked about how I was in a new relationship. <laughs> Um, because I was on Skype and I just happened to have it pulled up and I got a message from someone and I didn't know what it would turn out to be. You know, you never know when you just meet somebody new oh and you never God, know how it's going to work out. But you know how random people sometimes will message you on Skype and I got a message from a lovely lady. Is she? By, Is she? By the name of Magic Tiffany. Now, Magic Tiffany contacted me, only me. She said she had seen my profile and I looked cute, which there's there's no picture of me on there, so I don't know how that happened, but, but it doesn't matter. She could just tell from your sparkling personality, I'm sure. She or, you knew. Know, from you just existing and breathing. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's pretty obvious how that all worked out. So this was on uh, the first day we met that we started talking. Tuesday, August 26th. That's when we really, that's when the relationship began. That's so um, creepy. But, uh, but, uh, Please you know, tell me you only know that because it's time stamped on Skype. Um, well, I mean, it's, it's, uh, actually, it was even before that that we first really started was interacting. It? Oh, Thursday, okay. August 21st was the first day that sure. we contacted each other. And since then, it's been a torrid romance. It's been a whirlwind, if you will. It's been a whirlwind, except for the fact that uh, I'm just going to say this, you know, I, I don't like to talk about these kinds of things on air because I do keep this stuff to myself. Um, but I've had a difficult time because of the fact that I, we, we got into something. On our on our chats back and forth, Magic Tiffany, you know, didn't uh, you creep her out? Didn't she like? Stop I didn't writing creep her out. You? No, first, you know, of course, she wrote she was twenty four, female, you, and I told her I was a little bit older. She said she was home from home for the summer from college. She was from, bored from college and trying to get herself into some trouble. And then she said, "LOL, are you into college girls or cougars?" And uh, I said I didn't have any it's problem. Like an with animal either. house where he wears like the college shirt. Is this what she has? Just she goes to college. Well, A, again, you're mocking her, which is also a little bit frustrating. She wanted me to meet up with her on an adult cam. 
uh, so that we could talk, you know, just for me. Is that a new bar that I haven't heard of? Uh, no, it's something private that we were going to be doing. She sent me a website. Oh, gross. I don't want to hear about private things. <laughs> we were going to be doing. doing some private things. That's personal. <laughs> you know, you don't need to understand that. And then I wrote her some and messages I don't. back. All right. And then somehow, I don't know what happened. I must have said the wrong thing. I haven't heard from her. For a while. Oh, no. And it's, oh, no. it's been a really difficult time. And I've tried <laughs> contacting her. I've been writing, you know, hi, Tiffany. Hey, are you still there? And no response. That's pathetic. But I think it's probably just because she's been busy with college Do you think she work. was just scared for how, how strongly she felt for you? Well, the love that we felt that that we connected with on our brief Skype chats, it's it's just something... Wait, you you, just, you chat... Oh, you just chatted, like, uh, with words. Yeah. With, like, text. Yeah. Well, when was, you said chat, and then she was asking you to go to a chat room, I didn't know if you had gone to the chat well, room. Well, no, I hadn't actually gone to the chat room okay. yet. Okay. But it because I didn't need to. I didn't want her to feel like I was just objectifying her for her beautiful, beautiful appearance. Do you know I'm, what her appearance is? Well, she she said basically. I mean, she she basically said she's she's hot, and so we didn't talk for a while. And I think she now realizes that it wasn't wasn't because I wasn't like into her that I, I didn't go to the chat to, to the cam thing. It's because I didn't want to objectify her, and so she she finally got over it and she wrote me back today, and I'm so excited. Did you write her today or did she write you? No, Tiffany wrote me. She wrote me today. Mm -hmm. Hi. And then with a smiley face like emoticon. A smiley face emoticon. Um, I responded back, hi, Tiffany, exclamation point. Magic Tiffany responded, well, I'm trying out thongs. You sound cute. Let's have some fun. (gasps) Oh, let's have some fun. Yeah. Trying out thongs. And I'm not talking about sandals, I'm sure. So I said, Awesome. You know, this is how I kind of flirt online. I said, awesome. What kind of thongs do you like the best? And then I used a little smiley face emoticon with what like a hand waving. What kind of thongs do you like the best? What kind of question is that? Um, like, what? Tell me the different... question between Tiffany and I. Tell me the different types of thongs I that wanted, she could be picking between. I wanted her to explain exactly what, uh, what kind of thongs she was wearing. Maybe she likes sparkly ones, or maybe she likes ones with, like, things printed on the front. That's kind of between us. I really think you're you're kind of getting in a little bit too deep there. Like I'm I'm fine talking about the love, but our life of what we wear when we're, you know, hanging out, that's just kind of between the two of us. So her thoughts. Well, really... I saw what you were wearing because you were talking to her when I'm sitting in here with you. Uh, well, yes, I was having a very uh, very personal moment. This is true. People uh, are asking if you were uh, showing yourself in a thong to get her a little more loosened up. Well, that's we're not getting to that. That's a little bit too personal. I'm just going to say, she did say this. My video camera is turned on. Oh, God. Want to take a cam. peek? I'll show you, but don't tell anyone. Okay. And I, I replied. Wait, did she offer you a freebie? Yeah, and I said, that sounds incredible. <laughs> Whoa, smothery. Got to pump the brakes a little. And I said, oh my gosh, I'm at work, but yes, I'd like to see, can you send me a picture? Smiley face. And that's, that's where we kind of left it off just a little bit ago. So I think she's working that out now to, uh, to get a picture sent over. And, um, but I, I got to say, it's back on. It's back on. It's heated. It's romantic. It's full of love and passion that no one else can understand what we have. And that's why I'm not, I'm not talking about it to rub it in your face. I'm just talking about it because I hope people are, are happy for me and what I've discovered with Greg and Magic Tiffany. Oh, Wait, you're calling yourself like, in the third person now? Yeah, yeah it's our what's romance. Your, what's your couple, what's your um, famous couple name going to be? Magic Griffiny. Magic Tiffany? I don't know. Which one should it be? Niffany. No, no, it's not, that's not what it's going to be. Tiffany Nibbler? Tiffany Nibbler. Yeah, that's... Gregany. 
No, no. Well, I don't know. Gregony. Gr- Griffiny sounds pretty good to me. What is Griff? That doesn't make any sense. Tiffany. Griffiny. Greg. Tiffany. You combine them. It's Griffiny. Gregony. No, Griffiny. Gregony. Mm, Tiffany. Anyway. Oh, it so doesn't saying, matter. Uh, Nippany. <laughs> uh, no, no. Nippany. Nippany. Nibbany. That could be a that could be our romantic name. I mean, we will have to come up with one, of course, because I know that's what everybody's going to be talking about. And they're going to want to like come up with different names for us and like the celebrity magazines and all that kind of thing. I'm sure that's going to be coming. Uh, Rick is pointing out in the chat. He said, according to what I've learned from Dateline NBC, Magic Tiffany uh, is a group of police officers in their mid forties. <laughs> <laughs> Well, anyway. Wow, everything's coming up Greg today. Like, Magic Tiffany's writing you? Yep, Magic Tiffany's writing me. We made the announcement about the listener party on November 14th, the 5th anniversary. At Bossa Nova Ballroom, which is at 722 East Burnside. Yes, indeed. Mm -hmm. Tickets go on sale this Friday, September 5th. Um, But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it really is. Everything is coming up me. It's been a very, very pleasing day, and I just know that everybody's excited about it. And I'll make sure and post, you know, and let everybody know exactly what kind of love it is and how happy I am about, uh, about what we're experiencing. Sure. So, anyway, that's it. There you go. I'm sorry, ladies. I may be off the market now. Um, I know a lot of you were clamoring. He's currently waiting for a text response from Magic Tiffany to see if they're getting the ball rolling because she offered you a service and she hasn't delivered, right? Well, she's just busy right now. She studies, Sarah. She's a college student. She's not. She, I thought she was out. She just left college for some well, she was, unexplainable reason at the end of August. Uh, well, it's, she's probably gearing up for it and she has to take tests and she's trying on different thongs. She's probably nervous. That's probably what it is. You know what it is. If I know Tiffany... She's nervous about Stop which thong she's going to wear and like whether or not I'll like it. So now she's all she's all trying to get herself ready and get her makeup on and all those kinds of things. That's that's probably what she's doing. Is that what she's busy doing? I would imagine so. You know, you know, Tiffany, she just gets nervous. And, but I I think that uh, I think that it's 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 okay. I think it's cute. You know, I, I I always tell her that you know that it's that it's neat. I haven't told her that yet, but I will tell her that. Do you tell her when she doesn't respond to you? Like, are these all things that you've written that she didn't write back? Well, I I mean, I tell her you know all the time. Uh, here, I'll even write it right now because uh, I asked her to send me a picture, and I'll just say, I'm sure you look super hot today. Smiley face. LOL. OMG, I'm so excited. Yeah, there we go. Because that's kind of how we flirt. Well, you should probably also check, because it's also being pointed out right now, um, Greg awkwardly confronted by Chris Hansen should be entertaining TV. <laughs> you should probably check to make sure that uh, she Magic... She she's t- 24. She did say she was 24? Yeah, she said 24. Home how, from college. All right, so riddle me this. How do you prove that she's 24? Like, are you going to get in trouble if she's really like 15? Oh, wait a minute. I mean, no, seriously, how does it work? Because if she tells you you're 24, then you're, she's 24, then you're assuming she's 24. If she is underage, does that make you, like, molesty? Well, well, no, but I, she said she was 24. I know, but what, does, is her word, like, does that, does that meet the law's standards? Like, Wait a minute, Like, is she saying no. she's 24? What? I'm just asking, Greg. Like, it, like, are you calling you Tiffany a liar? You don't know how old he, she is, so, uh, <laughs> he, <laughs> that was a Freudian slip. Um, <laughs> you don't know how old she is. But I'm she saying, wrote like, me. if she's claiming to be 24, if she tells you she's 24, then you can't legally get in trouble, right? Well, I don't. What do you mean legally? What do I have some kind of a rule here? Do I have something that? I, um. Well, no. But I mean, I wrote back. I just said you're 24, 
right? I'm 53 because I, t- I told her I was 53. I was told her I was older than I am because then when she replies back, she'll be like, oh my gosh, you're younger than you even said because she already loves me as a 53-year-old. She'll love me even more when she finds out I'm much younger than that. So it's going to really work out in my favor, I think is what I'm saying because then I'll be in the... Oh, man, what do you mean? What, do I have to worry about something? I don't think Tiffany's a liar. Now, you haven't sent Tiffany any... I'm not sending pictures Any of myself. pictures of your genitals, right? No. <laughs> no. I have not sent Tiffany any pictures of my... That's rather personal, number one. But I, I will I say... I feel like it's a question that needs to be clarified if this podcast is listened back to for, um, you know, for some No, sort of I have not appearance. sent Tiffany any pictures of my genitals. She said she saw my picture online and thought I was cute. And so then she told me she was 24, female, home from college. And now she said she's trying out thongs. And so, uh, you know, I'm, I don't... This is just your jealousy that's shining through, I think, right now. I think that's what's happening, is you're trying to ruin my my. I'm trying to take away... I'm trying to dull yeah. the sparkle yeah, of your love. Yeah, you are. And you know what? That's not going to happen this time. It's not going to happen. This All right. Is, well, now, I, now I'm feeling bad because I feel like I'm taking something away from you. Yeah, you kind of are. So you Greg, should feel bad. Well, I want to tell you, like, you're already having a great day where, like, you, you found you're, love today. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah, you're jealous of the fact that I have found something special. And let's just be honest. You know, you know that's what it is, and uh, that's fine. I'm sure there's a lot of people like that. I'm not doing it to make you jealous or anyone else jealous of my love sure. that I have, and I'm only bringing it up. That's because true because everybody really gives a shit about you being in love. I want people to bask in my happiness. Nobody like, cares. And then, then when I post it on Facebook, everybody can comment and be like, "Oh my gosh, Greg, you're so in love. Like, nobody's ever loved like you do." And no. obviously, I will never attain that myself. But this is something that's really special for you. No shit's given. Yeah, that's that's good. Yeah. I figure if you are really loving love, then maybe you shouldn't. You should probably keep that to yourself. No, I think if you I and Magic Tiffany know. really have a true love, you probably wouldn't be going around telling everybody how much you love each other well, and how lovely, loving lovers you are. We are lovely, lovely, loving lovers. <laughs> We're Griffiny. We're Griffiny. Oh God. Yes. Well, anyway, there we go. I'm sorry. Somebody's <gasps> trying to rain on the parade. Well, since I'm I was sure. trying to take something from you, Greg, let me give you something back. Okay. I brought you a special present today, Greg. Really? I did. Everything I saw something. Everything's coming up, Greg. Everything's coming up, Greg Nog, today. You brought me a present. I brought you a present. So I found this. So uh, as we've talked about before, I live in a pretty large apartment complex. Yes. And there are lots of people who are coming and going all the time. There are people, you know, who like who are uh, mainstays like I am. I've been there for three plus years now. Mm-hmm. Are you mad that your own Magic Tiffany doesn't live in the building? Is that where this is coming from? I don't want a Magic Tiffany. Yeah. Well, your jealousy is apparent. But anyway. Yes, you live in a large apartment. Living. I don't want to be like talking to some hot dude online. Well, someone who's claiming to be a hot guy online and then know that he lives in my building. That's like the creepiest thing ever. Uh, that's the setup for a Tom Hanks movie is what that is. But anyway. Oh, it is. That's a that's a setup for You've Got Mail. Yeah. Duh. Basically. Oh, my gosh. That's kind of what Magic Tiffany and I are living right now. Tom but. Hanks is too. Well, he's okay. too old and too big, much of a bulby face for me. Okay. So you got me a gift from your apartment. I'm confused now. All right. So people, when they move out, <laughs> people are asking if I stole something. I didn't steal anything. I did not steal anything. I haven't stolen makeup. I have not. I did not steal anything from the apartment. An awful lot of confessions of not stealing. No, but when people move out, a lot of people, you know, when you move, you don't want to bring all of your stuff with you. And so there are a lot of free boxes with a lot of shit that um, people will leave in the hallway. Yeah. When they're vacating the Wait, apartment building. Free stuff? Or is this people that are moving out and happen to leave their door open <laughs> no. for a second while they're, <laughs> like, while they're in the process of moving things out to the moving van? Oh, no, left it in the hallway. It's free. And then you just walk up and like take things. Nipples in the chest says maybe Sarah has a magic tip, uh, Timothy in her building. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, so it was it was it had free written on it in Sharpie. 
It was free, and I saw the people moving out. It was free. It was next to the mailboxes, which is everyone where everyone puts all their free stuff. Okay. And so, I thought, well, gosh, I got you a present, so you need to stop asking me so many questions about it and being. I'm all, just like, trying to clarify that again that I'm not liable here if I'm receiving stolen goods from you, because that that would make me. This liable is not for stolen goods. I am pretty okay. sure that this was left behind. I actually got some uh, some music to play behind it. Really? Yeah, because it's a it's a musical gift of sorts, Greg. Because okay. I want to give you the gift of learning. Okay. Because I know you like to learn, right? You always want to yeah. be better. Better than you were before. Everyone's always looking to improve. I, I read National Geographic. You do? Yeah. It's one of my favorite days of the month when that, that arrives in the mail. Greg, I know in your band that you play in sometimes, as Lily calls it, your fake band. It's not a fake band. Your band Courage. Yes. Which is a great band. It is. I haven't I haven't seen you guys play in a long time. Yeah, well, we'll get around to another one. I just thought that maybe you might be able to take a little inspiration from somebody because you play the bass, right? Yes. And you're in your band? Yes. I wanted to, I, I just wanted to, I saw this, I'm like, this could help Greg. This could help him. This Sarah's is me hitting my chest because her. I feel so passionate about me giving back to people. I'm a is that philanthropist. What you're doing? Okay, all right. Wasn't sure. Greg, I found this for you. you thought thought of you. Or? You're welcome. Um, I found you a VHS copy of Starlick's Master Sessions. <laughs> is this a. Did you give me a porn? No. What the hell is this? No, Starlix is a very renowned, uh, very well-to-do company. Greg, it teaches people how to play music, and this one features Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Greg, Flea will teach you his secrets to become the best bass player that you could be. So it's adventures and spontaneous jamming and techniques. <laughs> All of this sleep. sounds like a porn. Dude, okay, let me see this. Adventures and spontaneous let me jamming? See, I just let me need to see think the, that. Hand me this, because I'm going to have to post a picture. It's right. an ex- instructional in base live, video. In That's the live, what said. In the live chat, somebody posted a picture of this, and I will we'll post one. Okay, this looks like it's some kind of a sick porn starring Flea. Starlick Sessions with Flea. Adventures. Uh, it's Starlick's Sessions. Adventures in spontaneous spontaneous jamming and techniques, and then it's flea with his shirt off. Yeah. Why would I want to watch this? Well, I wanted to read you some of it. Why did you take it from me? I wanted to read you some of the, the things that you could learn from Flea, because if you know anything, Greg, you know that he's a very successful bassist, and I thought that maybe he, he sure could help is. You. Sure is. All right, so this is called the Flea Package. <laughs> The Flea Package is an introspective and live performance improvisation with drummer Chad Smith. Now, Flea raps about the bass as his vehicle of communication. Wait, raps like actually raps? or is this, I don't know is if this he like, actually raps. Like the principal turning his chair around and his I hat I think that he puts on his backwards hat and sits in his chair hey, backwards. Hey, kids, let's rap for a little bit about drugs. Yeah, so he raps about the bass as his vehicle, um, the things that are floating around in his head or whatever he's about that day or that moment with friend and host River Phoenix. Does River what? Phoenix host it? How what? old is this thing? Flea discusses theories, philosophies, styles, sounds, and techniques he uses while performing and jamming in the styles he's hey. all about. Hey. Slapping, plucking, thumping, and popping are brought to new heights, bringing genres of rock, funk, punk, jazz, and Latin together in Flea's bass like never before. Hey, kids, peer pressure, am I right? <laughs> Now, Flea reviews the techniques he uses to achieve his unique style using open strings, double string plucking, left and right hand exercises, Greg's very, Greg variations of slapping. All of this sounds like a porn. 
Get the real inside view of Flea, raw and it's, unedited. You putting know what? his raw talent out there for all of the universe. It's just a video of Flea go. sitting in like a sofa chair, naked, talking about <laughs> plucking things and jamming. That's I bet that's all this spontaneous is. jamming, Greg. Yeah, I don't want to watch jamming. I don't want to watch this. No, this is not something I want to watch. <sighs> no. Oh, this is okay. Yeah, thank you for that wonderful present, Sarah. I just thought, you know, bass, bass. I thought that you would really, you could learn some things from him. So your fake band could become a real band. It's not a fake band. <laughs> CourageMusic.com. Um, oh. Wow. Well, thank you. Also, no, you're welcome. You're, I, I thought of you. I brought it into my apartment. I put it in my bag for today. I remembered to give it to you. Yeah. You're welcome. I also realize I'm touching. You ungrateful fuck. The VHS case. <laughs> I'm afraid to open it because it's probably sticky or something. Starlick, Starlick's Master Sessions Flea. Tell me that does not sound like a porn. Ugh. I think that you just have a dirty mind. They also spell on the cover, Starlick's is one word. On the VHS tape, it's two words. So apparently they changed their spelling up a little bit while making these. Well, thank you, Sarah. That's wonderful. You're welcome. I feel... Yeah, that's more like it. Be a little happier for the free present that you just got. I'll ask uh, Tiffany if she wants to watch it with me. You Magic, probably should. Magic Tiffany. Hey, Magic Tiffany. Ask her if she wants to learn about spontaneous jamming with you. Hey, Magic Tiffany. I just got a Starlix tape. Would you want to learn how to jam with me? To learn how. I'll put jam in quotation marks because that's how we flirt. Jam quotation marks. No, I looked me. in the I looked inside the case before I gave smiley it to Greg. It actually is emoticon. the flea tape inside. This is going to take case. more than a smiley face. I think a heart. And then we're going to also add in a cool guy with sunglasses. And then I'm going to add in a devil horns guy because, you know, I'm being a little bit bad. You're a little naughty. And then I'll add in a teddy bear and then a thumbs up. So there we go. We'll add in all of those ones. Oh, my God. And, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens, I guess. Wow. With bated breath, we'll see if Magic Tiffany takes the the (sighs) bait. Really? I didn't say anything. Between Tiffany and I. Secret jokes over there. Secret inside jokes. Hey, Magic Tiffany. Um, I think you just accidentally typed the stuff you were trying to type into Skype into yeah, the chat. Yeah, I tried to copy it in there, and it, it didn't work. But you can see what I was going at. Oh, I'm here. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, I want to thank everybody, I think, for sending me the story. Because I got this about 12 emails from people sending me the story about this woman who's not me, who got arrested for stealing a bunch of makeup. Not you. It was not me. It has never been me. I've never stolen makeup, ever. Contrary to Fred Meyer belief and the lady who follows me around up and down the aisles. She does follow you around. She does. But my friend Eloise, who lives, uh, who listens to the show, her and her uh, lovely boyfriend Anthony listen to the show, she also wrote to me and said that she too goes to that Fred Meyer and she too is followed by the Fred Meyer people. Well, maybe if you didn't look like you steal stuff. See, I might look a little like Rapscallion, but uh, Eloise is a very pretty, like very like nice looking, like not steely looking person. <laughs> there you go, Eloise. Put See, that in your pocket. There you go, Eloise. I don't think it looks like you're a klepto. <laughs> you don't look like a steely person. <gasps> Which probably means she is. 
Oh, oh, I don't know. And she does have a baby, so maybe she fills up her uh, the stroller. This also sounds. But I think the kid's too old for a stroller. Yeah. Maybe she puts them in there anyway, so she can gather some stuff in you it. You also sound like someone who's trying to throw them off your off your tail, the, off the scent. Yep. Yeah. Well, this is not Eloise, and this is not me. This is an Arkansas woman named Brandy Allen, who's 31 years young, was arrested this past weekend after allegedly stealing $144 worth of eye makeup from a mall cosmetics store. So, uh, Brandy Allen, she's. See, this is why you could tell it isn't me, Greg, because I am very particular at my makeup selections. Now, this girl, Brandy Allen, just ran through grabbing handfuls of makeup without looking at the color or the labels, and she didn't even check the prices either. Wow, that's not so something you just, would do. She was just stealing. Yeah, you know what? You, there has to be a method to the madness. If It's like the O.J. Simpson book, like, if I did it. Like, I would like to if see... If I did it. I would watch something, uh, some kind of a YouTube clip where you got 60 seconds to run through a makeup aisle and grab everything you wanted. <gasps> Could you even handle that? 60 seconds of that's all right, it. All right, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Do I get to look at where all the makeup is no. beforehand? Nope. Unseen makeup aisle. You don't get to see it ahead of time. You just know it's Would like, it be it's designer regular, makeup? Would it be like a Sephora? Would it be like a, a department store? A department store. So it's regular makeup. It'll be, you'll have a blindfold on. They'll lift it off. Bing. 60 seconds. Run down. Grab everything you can. Yeah, and I know that's what it. I get. Yeah, I, I would do, that's so awesome. Stop it. All right. So anyway, um, I got to get out of that mindset. So Brandy Allen uh, was confronted by an officer outside of the store. So it's kind of like a Sephora. It's called an Ulta store. Uh, This is Sarah's porn. Imagining 60 seconds in a makeup (laughs) aisle. Oh, my God. I could get whatever makeup I wanted. Okay. Uh, Sorry. Uh, So Brandy (laughs) Allen was confronted by an officer outside of the makeup store and she started when confronted she started pulling the cosmetics out of her bag and smearing them with her fingers to make them look used saying oh no I didn't steal anything I already have them here in my bag <laughs> that actually and I know you didn't steal we're, we're, this is joking that does sound like something you would try to do though <laughs> and then over explain oh no my mom got me this one actually this was one I got from my mom for, for my birthday my birthday's coming up too I have another birthday and then a lot of people are going to be buying me makeup but I want to look good for, the, for, the, for my birthday and so this one oh this one I really like the, it's a really good color I don't know what do you think about this color yeah that would be you uh, Tony's saying Ulta's have all the high end shit no Tony Ulta is the poor man's Sephora alright I have no that's, you're speaking a different language I'm just I saying. have no idea what you're talking about and also I'm amazed that Tony knows about this I know Tony's like a, a yeah I, I wouldn't expect that yeah all right, but I mean, maybe he has. Maybe Tony likes makeup. M- to each maybe their he does. own. Absolutely. They have skincare regimens in there as well. I'm just they saying, have all I've, kinds of I've like met hair him, products. I've met him before. He doesn't seem like a makeup kind of guy, but hey, whatever. Never know. Yep. Yeah. Uh, not judging. No, not just at all. Surprise. Uh, so anyway, so uh, Brandy Allen, after the officer confronted her, she started smearing the makeup all over her fingers, and then told the officer, "Quote: Nobody fucking saw me steal anything." <laughs> <laughs> Well, Alan posted That's bail. the best defense you can have, too, because then, I mean, the police will be like, well, all right, we, we thought we had you, but, you know, clearly the makeup's all smeared. You've obviously used it. You said nobody saw you stealing. What was it? Nobody fucking saw me stealing shit or something. Um, all right, man. Well, we're going to have to let you go. I think that's that's a good defense. But then what happened after that, though? Uh, so she was able to... So she was taken into custody, and she posted bail the same day. Uh, however, the motivation behind her eyeshadow theft will forever remain a mystery. She had no explanation because she still claimed that she owned all the makeup that she was videotaped throwing into her purse. <laughs> there we go. All right, next up out of Florida, 
see, it's, it's ramping up. What if with the 60 seconds that mm-hmm. you had in the makeup pile, mm-hmm. you had to open each one that you plan on keeping, you have to open at least put just like one little dab Oh, on. I could do that. So you'd have to open it up. You have like different colors of lipstick all smeared all over you. I don't care. I would, do, I would humiliate myself for 60 like seconds a, in a bit of makeup pile. Look like a clown. Or like, I know I have a problem. Like a human finger painting canvas. Yeah, if you have to like put one. Oh, yeah, you God. have to open it and put it on. Not fully. Just have to at least get a dab Like on mark it. yourself on it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I could do that. I would just end up dumping it on myself, though, and then I'd and then it'd be a waste. How much money do you think you could go through in sixty seconds? Like, if you had to open up each package to put just a little dab on. Why you. don't we get a department store as a, as a sponsor, and then you could let me do that, and then I get to keep everything. How much do you think it would be? Oh, how much I could get? Yeah, how much damage could you do? Oh, so much damage. Like dollar dollar amount. I would say like easily six hundred dollars. Really? Oh yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. Even if it's a different... St- this is so boring. Why are we talking about this? I'm no. just... I'm fascinated. I'm, no, even, I'm wondering if we can make this happen. No, even if, like, uh, it, it, depending on the store, it doesn't matter what the layout is, where the makeup is. I know the brands, and I know where their stuff is, so I know what area that to go for. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I, oh, easily $600. Would people watch this on YouTube? I don't know. We'll have to think about it. Okay, go ahead. All right. Anyway, back to Florida. Someone who's crazier than me. A a 20-year-old Florida man with a history of recent arrests has been taken into custody yet again. This time on charges that he broke into his neighbor's screened-in patio and furiously masturbated while locking eyes with her. Oh, that's the the key creep part. 20-year-old man's name is Connor Blake. Uh, so he was detained after the incident that happened on Saturday, according to the police department. Now, the female victims told officers that she was sitting in her living room watching TV when she heard a noise and looked to her right and saw, looked on the patio and saw a man standing there staring back at her with his hands inside of his shiny black basketball shorts. Oh, he's wearing shiny shorts. <laughs> furiously masturbating. Shiny shorts. The woman, according to the report, yelled, hey, you get out of here. The suspect, later identified as uh, Connor Blake, left the patio but Stop continued whacking. to... <laughs> Stop whacking in my pool shed. He left Cabana. the patio but continued to walk around the side of the house and started to watch her through the dining room window. Whoa. <laughs> God, said. that's terrifying. Well, he was arrested and he will not be masturbating in her yard anytime soon. <laughs> so he didn't leave until the police showed up? No, they, yeah. He, he was... I think he just wanted to get it's the a man job on done. a mission. He's a completist, Greg. Surprise! Thought you shoot me off the porch? No way. From Florida to Utah to Orem, Utah. Isn't that where Rick lived? Rick lived there at some point, I think. And where? Orem. Oh, Orem, Utah? Yeah. Yeah, maybe he did. Okay. Well, police in Utah say a woman that has been accused of swallowing an expensive stolen ring has been ordered to monitor her bowel movements for the valuable piece to come out. <laughs> because they aren't going to do it. Uh, so Orem police say a woman named Christina Shagel uh, 25 years old, allegedly swallowed a diamond-encrusted double-banded wedding ring when fleeing police uh, with her boyfriend, Brian Ford, who stole the ring from a Zales store in Orem. So uh, police, when they apprehended them, couldn't find the ring. An x-ray was taken of her stomach and revealed the whereabouts of it. Uh, so police are like, oh, hell no. We're not paid enough to do this. Like They're like, we are not <laughs> digging through her shit. So she is actually legally required to go through her poop until the ring comes out. So she's in jail? She is in jail. She is in jail, and she has to stay in jail until she posts bail or poops the ring out. <laughs> no. So, uh, so the lieutenant of the Orem police, uh, Lieutenant Craig Martinez, says, uh, no, she hasn't passed the ring yet, and no, 
we are not going to dig it out. Uh, so her cell is outfitted with what they call a dry toilet <laughs> that does not you mean flush. A <laughs> yes, that does not flush. And she is ordered to search through her waist every time she goes for the ring. Yeah, Martinez says, and notably, I completely agree. Lieutenant Martinez says we don't get paid enough to dig through other people's bowel movements. <laughs> yeah, but so both the girl and her boyfriend are facing felony theft charges. Police say the ring is worth several thousands of dollars. Wow. Yeah. I love and people, people think that they can hide shit inside themselves. <laughs> is that what you were going to say? I love how they, yeah, they think that's magic. Like, well, I don't. She, she got rid of the evidence. There is no ring. Yeah. So I guess we're you're free to go. They can see. That's how that's how bodies work. You can see that stuff in there. All right. So this is a poorly timed promotion. So of course, uh, this past year, we know that with a lot of bad things that have happened, uh, Malaysia Airlines oh, no. has not been having the best year. No. Their promo team should have probably gotten together and talked about that before they decided to do this promotion. This happened this weekend. Uh, Malaysia Airlines, over the course of this past week, was doing a promotion in Australia and New Zealand that they were calling the ultimate bucket list promotion. Things that they wanted to do that the passengers wanted to do who could enter it before they, you know, the died, because that's what a bucket list is. The airline, which began the promotion Monday by asking travelers in Australia and New Zealand to submit essays answering the question, what and where would you like to go on your bucket list and explain why? Well, critics of the campaign didn't take a... To land? A sh- Critics of the campaign said using the term bucket list, which is a list of things that the person would like to do before they die, was insensitive in wake yeah, of the two Malaysia Airlines tragedies since March of this year. The airline's webpage for the contest has since been taken down. Wow. And finally... Out of Dublin, Ireland. It's another place of romance. I hear lots of romance happens there. Maybe I'll take Magic Tiffany there. Well, a rental property website, similar to Craigslist over here in the States, um, in Dublin, briefly was host to an ad sinking, sinking, seeking... An unconventional uh, unconventional roommate scenario, whereas the person who was looking for the roommate was also looking for someone who was willing to share an apartment and their body. <laughs> <laughs> so the ad purported to be written by a resident of a Dublin apartment and was directed at non-smoking, broad-minded, sexy, smart, confident, unconventional, and adventurous ladies. Right. Now, the ad said a potential roommate would be required to share... Uh, quote, a double bedroom. Also you, have, also, you have to have a good sense of humor and be a model. <laughs> and be under the age of 25, older than 18. Well, you gotta have big boobs. Gotta have big old knockers. Uh, so you'd have to be required to share the double bedroom, their body, and their life experience <laughs> for the duration of their stay. I think the creepiest part Which they still would is, have to pay for. The creepiest part of that it might be the life experience thing. That That part, I don't know. There's something about that that's that is that's creepy. really specific. The the double bedroom, their body and life experience. Sounds for like the he duration. wants to become them. Mm. Well, uh, so it's uh, it's still so that isn't even like a free scenario for anyone who applies. So still got to pay. Still have to pay about uh, it would average out to about 380 American dollars a month. 
So to stay in a room with a with a guy, share your body and life experience, and you still have to pay money? Yeah. I don't think so. Well, the man uh, from the ad uh, described himself they as... They had you, though, before the uh, rent payment was required? <laughs> it was a consideration? I don't know. Maybe, like, depending on how much, like, they did during the month. Like, that's the deduction for the rent. <laughs> well, the got, like, a tally. Yeah, I could run a tab at the end of the month. All right, well, looks like I've uh, racked up about $189 worth of services, so uh, you owe the difference. <laughs> well, the man who posted this describes himself as, of course, sexy, uh, outspoken. I'm sure he is. <laughs> He's sexy, outspoken, and a laid-back gentleman. Well, I could also be a model if I wanted to, but I just don't want to do it right now. <laughs> Uh, I could have played pro sports, too. He also describes himself as a tad eccentric. Yeah, I could have got a PhD, but I just didn't want to do it. Well, before he found the love of his life to share his body and life adventure with, uh, the ad was removed. So, no telling on if he actually finds <laughs> the one or not. So, there you have it. Looking for love. Might be looking in all the wrong places, my friends. We should just go to Dublin. Find an I don't understand the... I mean, that really is... That's the, that's the thing I don't quite get is why they would still have to pay the rent if they're doing all these other things. I mean, if you want a whore, just say you want a whore. I think he's saying he wants a whore because but, he's saying... But then he's charging her. Yeah, you're right. That's a really bad whore. Yeah. Like, she should be getting... Not only should she be getting, like, room and board, like, she should be getting paid for that stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, Greg, 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 he is sexy, outspoken, and a laid-back gentleman. Well, he does have that going. So, I mean, really, the lady should have to pay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Well, that makes sense. There you go, my friends. That's your world of crazy. <laughs> I feel like all of today has just been a world of crazy. It's a lot of crazy. Well, it's we, so we crazy. have a little bit more crazy. I mean, amazing news that I have to share because Sarah. Oh, God, what? There's been some things in the news lately that I feel it's time I share with everyone. Wait, that sounds bad. That sounds that sounded a little more sinister. Than yeah, that sounded... Horrible. I'm talking about exciting news. There's obviously the listener party that's happening on November 14th. Tickets go on sale September 5th. And uh, you can, it'll be at the Boston Oval Ballroom. And you definitely want to be there on November 14th for the Fun Employment Radio five year anniversary listener party. Oh my gosh, we really hope you guys are excited about it because we're super excited and we want to see all of you there. Yes, we really do. Mm-hmm. We really do. I mean, it would, it would mean a lot to Tickets us. Tickets on sale on Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's other big news happening right now. Sarah, we've got not one, but two Squatch Watches! <laughs> I do think there's a squatch in these Wow. Squatch! All right. It's time for some Squatch Watch news. Sarah, I've got two stories for you. You already said that. Number one. This story comes from Vicksburg, Mississippi, where not many people always think of the uh, Sasquatch or Yeti as uh, living there, but... There is one, and a lot of times, mostly in Oklahoma, they call it this, but down into Mississippi, it's still generally referred to as a skunk ape, even though they say it's a little something different in this. They call it a, uh, what do they call it? A woods ape. But A wood ape? Wood ape? Yeah, wood ape. A woods ape or what? wood ape? I believe it's wood ape okay. is what they're calling it. But anyway, here's the story. A pair of Mississippi men said they had close encounters with a Bigfoot-like creature on separate occasions near the same playground. Vicksburg resident Peyton Lassiter uh, said he discovered a footprint and some mysterious gray hair near a local playground (laughs) August 12th. And David Childers... I'm sorry, this is your news. Peyton Lassiter, of course, is 
not a tall man with gray hair. He just happened to stumble upon the hair that was there. Uh, David Childers, a paranormal investigator who has been featured on cable network A&E, so he's legit, said he caught a glimpse of a six-foot-tall creature. Isn't Bobo the Squatch Hunter on A&E? <sighs> no, he's on Animal Planet. Okay. Uh, caught a glimpse of a six-foot-tall creature with grayish-brown hair at the playground in November of last year. Lassiter said the footprint is about nine inches long and about six inches wide at the toes. And he said the shape of the footprint raised his curiosity. <laughs> I'm just reading the news report as it is. There are only two species that have that. Number one, humans and primates. Bears don't have fingerprint-like impressions on the skin of the foot. So what? So that kind of changes the game a little bit, he said coyly, which I wanted to add to that part in. Um, oh, so I, he didn't say it coyly? No, I just said he said, but I, said, <laughs> I think he said coyly. So you're going to add coyly and I'll just add furiously. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I have no knowledge of what made it and I didn't see what made it, but it's very intriguing. Wait, are they saying that they think the creature is six feet tall? Is yes, because one guy said he s- said a glimpse of a six foot tall. Scott Daly is six four. He's six six, I think. He's six six. Yeah. Wait, so they're saying that a tall, gray haired man with nine inch feet, which isn't that ridiculously large. Well, it's a that juvenile. Just sounds like it's a juvenile squatch. That sounds like our friend Sean that tours with the Foo Fighters. <laughs> well, with the long gray hair. I don't think the Foo Fighters were in Mississippi though, so. Well, not that been. I know. You never know. Been. All right. Well, anyway, there's Squatch Watch number one. Mississippi folks, watch out. Squatch <sighs> is stalking your playgrounds. Story number two. This one is something, well, if somebody's looking for a present for me, perhaps you could bid on oh, this. Oh, because when, are, when is everybody not looking for a present? Well, oh, wait. I got you a present today. And you look at how grateful Greg is for his presents. Right. You don't need to give him one. There's that present. This one has to do with a very famous set of photographs. So I'll read the read the article. Ardent believers in the existence of a mythical creature pff, mythical, known as the Yeti, may be excited to learn that rare photographic evidence of this mysterious beast is now up for auction. So in 1951, Sarah, British mountaineer, Eric Earl Shipton was leading an expedition on Mount Everest when he took a series of photographs of what he believed might be the footprints of a bipedal ape-like creature known as the Yeti. So these actual photographs... It's really hard to take something seriously when you say bipedal. It's a bipedal creature. It's bipedal. Well, let me tell you, the the set of photographs are now up for auction at Christie's. So Christie's of London, you know, the big auction house. They are auctioning them off. And they said that the uh, the they have the... Uh, let's see, there's... Etched in the two to four inch covering of snow, blah blah blah. They found them. Okay, yeah, I'm reading through the uh, article. Sure. There's there's a whole bunch of different pictures. There's specialist notes that come along with it, and it is up for auction until I believe September next week. It's, uh, it's up up for auction until next week, and right now, bidding is at thirty eight hundred pounds, which is uh, six thousand two hundred sixty five dollars and eighty two cents in wow. America. Wow. So you can bid on these. And get a piece of history, a peach, a is piece it? of Yeti history. Is it? Uh, this could, when when they finally break it, these things are going to be worth like tons of money. You have no idea. So anyway, they're up for auction right now. If you have money to spend on those, this is the place to go. Thirty eight hundred Great British pounds right now. Great Britain pounds? I don't know. GB GBP. Anyway, sixty three hundred bucks. That's what you're up to right now. Place that bid, and you might be able to get them. Yes, Sarah. Pictures of history. Yeti pictures from Everest. That concludes your Squatch Watch. I do think there's a Squatch in these woods.
Sasquatch! There we go. You know what? I should actually... I should actually ask Magic Tiffany if she's into squatches. I haven't broached that subject with her yet because I didn't want to weird her out. You know, just a little bit because I just want to make sure that she's... Yes, because everything you've done is totally not weird. But knowing, knowing, (laughs) knowing Magic Tiffany, I know that she would probably be into this. Because I feel like we could do something together. You're going to seduce her with your well, Sasquatch on, lore? On one of our adventures we're going to go on with myself and Magic Tiffany. I'm we'll, sure there's so many. We'll probably go on a, a Squatch hunt. You know, that's part of what we do when we're not flying off to different places. You know what I need to have once once we do start uh, dating in person and we, we actually meet? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, I should maybe, since everybody wants to know about my love, maybe I should set up a website just to share my love with the world and everybody can come in There are websites for people sharing their love that other people don't care about. It's called Twitter. Or Facebook. Uh, no, this will be my own website. It'll be like griffany.com. Like oh Greg and my Tiffany. God, Greg. Greg and Magic Tiffany. Well, if you do it, you should probably set it up through the best place that you could, which would be Squarespace. Well, yes, indeed. Squarespace is exactly who I was thinking of because they make it very easy to set up a website that I could share my love uh, with Tiffany to the world. So squarespace.com, this is where you can go. They have all kinds of different templates and forms where you can set up your website. If you want to share your love with people, they're probably not going to care as much as they do about me and Magic Tiffany. But you can set up a website for other things as well. Uh, so our website, Griffiny, what we'll probably have is because with the different templates, He's Squarespace flailing have, around like making some sort of like probably Griffiny at sign. the top of it. Griffiny I'll, is not sticking. That one's that's a stupid name. Tiffany. Well, whatever it is, I can still get the URL through Squarespace, and then I think at the top it'll have like a picture of the two of us like hanging out, and then it'll have like a, a like a image capture of like our Skype conversation, which I can just drop drag and drop right at the top, and then it'll be like this is where we first met. Here we are now. And then it'll be like, hey, love. And like a big heart will like swoop in over it. And then it'll be pictures of us on vacations at places and like squatch hunting and different things we do. And then it'll be our love letters back and forth. And everybody could go to our website, which I would make through, of course, squarespace.com because they make that stuff easy, although they're not in charge of the content that you put on your website. Uh, Squarespace.com and use the offer code Fun Employment and get 10% off. Griffiny. Tiffany. Magic Nibblini. Ooh, that sounds like a like a kingdom. It sounds nothing like a kingdom. You sound like an idiot. That's what it sounds like. Taking a visit to Magic Tiffany. Ooh. I'll see if she wrote back after this. All right. A couple other things, though. Do need to get to. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. I'm only bringing this up because there are a couple of big stories in the news, and I figured people would want to know about them. Even if you're not into sports, this helps you relate to everybody else. So, the first one has to do with Michael Sam. So, Michael Sam, gay football player Michael Sam. Oh, okay. Has, you didn't say his full name. I didn't right, get it yeah, at first. Yeah, apparently that's his official title, gay football player. So, yeah, Michael Sam, the uh, first openly gay man to be drafted into the NFL, was cut. By the St. Louis Rams. Uh-oh. He got cut by the Rams. Not uh, because of anything to do with him. He just wasn't there, there stacked at his position that he plays. And he just got outplayed. But he is a good player. And there was speculation about whether another team would pick him up. And that speculation is over because Michael Sam has now signed with the Dallas Cowboys. So he signed with the Dallas Cowboys. He's going to be part of their practice squad, which gives him another chance to try to make the actual team. Okay. So that is where Michael Sam is now with the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, another thing that came in the news, the WWE invited him to join them on Monday Night Raw, Ooh. where they would give him, quote, and this is just the WWE, he didn't ask for this, 
They said that the company would give Sam an open microphone where he could tell his side of the story. Nobody knows I what that means or what that has to do with. And I'm guessing he's not going to do that because that sounds like a really terrible idea. Um, but anyway, Michael Sam now signed with the Dallas Cowboys. And moving on to ball talk. This is the other big story. This has to do, of course, with the team that I predicted would be the Super Bowl champions. Denver Broncos, where their star wide receiver Wes Wilker has now been suspended for six games. <sighs> well, he's returning in yeah, week six. Week six. So Uh-oh. four games. And this is who you predicted to win the Super Bowl. Yes. Wes Welker, star receiver. He is now in trouble for something that happened earlier this year, saying that he tested, the NFL saying he violated the league's policy on performance-enhancing substances. Uh-oh. So there was a big story about Wes Welker during the Kentucky Derby when that was going on about how he seemed kind of loony and he won a bunch of money and just started handing out $100 bills to people. Awesome. Which, yeah, I think that sounds awesome. Sounds like he was a fun guy. I would want to be around Wes Welker handing out $100 bills. But people thought he was acting a little bit kooky. And they said maybe he was just drunk or something like that. Well, the Uh NFL tested him. And he tested positive for amphetamines. Now, the rumor that's also going out about this, about Wes Welker, is that it wasn't just amphetamines. It's that he took MDMA, which is also known as ecstasy or molly at the Kentucky Derby. They're saying he was high on molly. And that's why he that was would make around. sense with the hundred dollar bills, I guess. So he was so happy just handing out hundred dollar bills. So that's the rumor, and of course he is denying this. And he said that the uh, drug test was faulty, that he ha- wasn't on anything, that it was uh, quote actually his his exact words was that the drug policy procedures are clearly flawed. But nonetheless, he still has to take the penalty. He did say, I wouldn't have any idea where to get a molly or what a molly is. That's a joke. I don't do marijuana. I don't do drugs. I don't do any drugs. Then he speculated that maybe somebody put something in his drink, which that's when you know oh. he did it. Somebody must have slipped something well, in my drink. Also, a lot of people think like between ecstasy and Molly, like they're like Molly's natural, and they don't think it's going to do the same thing. Who it's thinks? Like, is that what people? Think? I've heard people, yeah, like like see it on the on the internet with kids today, and they're just like, oh, well, you know, Molly's like the natural version of of ecstasy. I'm like, no, that's still that's still e. That's still what you're doing. But I think they've uh, they've tricked him. So maybe he was like, oh, no, it was the natural version. So he's just thinking he didn't do anything wrong. But he did. Wow. Okay. No, if you, yeah. If, if you look on the internet, I'm saying. Okay, I didn't know that's what the kids are trying to do to convince themselves. Mm-hmm. All right, well, anyway, uh, he has been suspended for this. And the, But what I'm saying, though, is the ultimate thing is, yeah, saying somebody may have slipped it in your drink. That's like my brother when he, when he told my mom that some... He took a sip of somebody's soda, but there must have been something in it. He ended up really drunk. Having his friends drop him off at home. No, yep, I'm sure it was just a bad soda he drank out of. It wasn't black velvet, and he got away with it. Of course he did. Because he was the younger brother, and he gets away with that because that's what he said. Somebody, I took a sip of somebody's soda. I didn't know what it was. Well, I get in trouble because I'm climbing with a beer. I get in trouble for it. Anyway, somebody may have slipped Molly... Into Wes Welker's drink. Greg's having a moment He's right now. Still you guys. suspended. Yeah. So there you go. Those are the two big stories. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Who said Molly is natural? I've seen like I've seen the kids today like write stuff like that. Like, oh Molly's just the more natural version of <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it takes to convince yourself. Speed is just the natural version of crystal meth. That's all that is. It's the non-chemical right. version of it. Yeah. Right. 
looking this up. Molly drug. MDMA. Phenethylamine and amphetamine classes of drugs. Okay, yeah, it, it's it, it's not natural. Oh no, I don't believe that it is. But I'm saying like like the like the Miley Cyruses of the world, Greg. When they was like, I will smoke weed and do Molly because they think it's all like natural shit. It's from the earth. It's like no idiot. It's right. not from the earth. Ultimately, I guess everything is from the earth in some way, shape, or form. So, I Greg, that was so that. deep of you. Yeah, that was like really deep. Yep. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. If you are listening to Fun Employment Radio to find out about how you can register and enter the Fun Employment Radio Cornhole Tournament sponsored by Metro PCS at the Landmark Saloon coming up on September 14th, in order to enter into the contest, you have to listen to this show this week. Maybe, well, it wasn't on yesterday's. It wasn't on today's. Could be tomorrow or Friday, so those are the two days. Two days left. Two days left. We'll play a sounder. When we play that sounder, we will give the you. We'll play a sounder. And when you hear that sounder, we will give out a URL. Now that URL is where you will register for the tournament. There's 24 teams, teams of two. All the info about the tournament itself is on the front page of FunEmploymentRadio.com. But the registration opens up live on this show. So if you listen live to the show, obviously you'll have an advantage. Maybe that's tomorrow when that happens. Um, you'll have an advantage because you'll be the first one to hear about it. If you listen via podcast, well, you'll have to wait until the podcast is up after the show. So that's that's the people listening live will have the advantage to register for it. So there you go. That that Cornell tournament is going to be September 14th. Mm-hmm. So that's not, not this Sunday, but next Sunday. Right. And registration will open up tomorrow or Friday live here on Fun Employment Radio. Can I get another hint? What? It's tomorrow. That's... Take that out and post. <laughs> there you go. That's how you do it. All right, everyone. You guys are fantastic. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Coming up later on the Fun Employment Radio Network will be The Carl Show starring Jason, followed by Geek in the City. Yeah! All at funemploymentradio.com. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Back up! You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.